Hi and welcome to this episode of the Ethical Conversations podcast. Today I'm chatting with Elsa, one of the co-founders of Karma, an app which helps to reduce food waste across Europe. We chat about the app, how we can all reduce food waste, the problems that food waste cause and a utopian future with no food waste. Without further ado, here's the episode. Hello. Okay, welcome to this episode of the Ethical Conversations podcast. Today I'm chatting with Elsa, who is the co-founder of a food waste app called Karma. So let's just jump right in. And can you tell us a little bit about your sustainable journey and what prompted you to start Karma? Sure. So uh, Karma is my second venture. And my first venture, I I worked with food as well, um, where we made a healthy substitute to ice cream um, made of frozen fruit on sticks. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't really how my sustainable journey started, but that's how my entrepreneurial journey started. And um, working with food was something that I really loved. And I think when I founded Karma, I also knew that there were more potential within that space. Mm-hmm. And when I met with my my four co-founders, we said that we... Um, we wanted to use our entrepreneurial backgrounds and technical skills to build something that could have a you know, positive impact on humanity. And we played around with some ideas and um, realized just how big of an issue food waste actually is mm-hmm. and that no one was really solving it on a global scale. So that's why that became our mission. Mm-hmm. And what are the issues? Like, Why is there so much food being wasted and what is the environmental impact of that? Yeah, so there are there are many big issues when it comes to food waste, but some of the things that I believe are most important is that, firstly, people don't really understand the scale of the problem and how it affects our wider environment. So just some key facts is that the food industry as a whole accounts for 26% of all global emissions in comparison with airplanes, which accounts for only around mm-hmm. 2%. And... You know, it takes an area larger than China to grow the food each year that is never eaten. 25% of the world's fresh water is used to grow food that is never eaten. And these facts have profound implications. Um, And I think that we as a society have often um, demonized certain things, but completely ignored bigger problems that we can change. And uh, such uh, such as the case with food waste. And there's also a huge problem globally with food poverty and yet we continue to have this level of, of, of waste so I think big reasons or drivers for this is that there are one there are a lot of misconceptions and myths which can make solving the problem mm-hmm. harder so um, you know just as an example like a lot of people think that food waste is always non-edible food which is not true the majority of the food waste is actually still edible it's you know, the food that we sell in Karma is high quality food that is at the risk of not being consumed by the end of day. And that's why you can buy it, but, mm-hmm. you know, uh, outside of rush hours for half mm-hmm. off. Um, and another example is that I think that us as a society in developed countries have changed our behavior in the in the past decades where we have we've gotten so accustomed to being able to get whatever we want, whenever we want it all year round. And, you know, that equation doesn't really add up. And, you know, being able to be delivered everything at your door at 10 p.m., it's not going to add up on a a resource perspective. 
and ultimately we are overproducing and we are you know uh sort of having a bank account if you will on our natural resources that that we don't really afford um so i think that we have a huge part as as consumers to actually you know realize that we need to move from the take make dispose way of doing things to a more circular way of doing things and thirdly also i think as a society we are we are much more aware of the problem of single use of plastic um you know starting with straws um but also in the way that many countries uk included are either charging people for plastic bags or removing them altogether however when it comes to food plastic isn't always the enemy and that's where we're sometimes missing the mm-hmm. point because in fact small amounts of plastic used to keep products edible for longer can actually be better for the environment long term so that is because eating food reduces the co2 produced from mm-hmm. waste so these are all extremely complex challenges and it's hard to explain to consumers which which is why there is so much confusing confusion out there but this was also one of the main drivers why we wanted to create karma so we could make it easy for everyone involved to be be part of the solution it should be easy for the uh the individual to actually uh protect the planet on an individual level and and eat in a way that is planet positive while mm-hmm. saving money and the same way for retailers who can you know reduce their waste by uploading food in a in a matter of seconds um and sell it to consumers and you know that food would otherwise end mm-hmm. up in the bin so can you just briefly talk us through the process of karma saving food so it's 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 super simple really um you um with the app restaurants and grocery stores they sell surplus food it could be a salad a sandwich a bun uh, so it's meals ranging from you know meals to pastries um mm-hmm. they sell that surplus food to consumers at a lower price so as a consumer you simply download the app you scroll in the feed where you see pictures of all of the food and you know with a click you buy that food for half off and pick it up as takeaway so as a result consumers can eat this great food while saving money and businesses receive mm-hmm. additional revenue from um from food that otherwise would have been thrown away and they're also able to reach new customers so all of this while saving the environment it's a it's a win-win mm-hmm. yeah and with karma can you choose specifically which foods you get or like if you have dietary restrictions because there are a few other apps especially in London um and they're just like a mystery and I'm a vegan so I can't use those because yeah. um I'm like well if I or buy it and then it's I can't eat it that's even worse at the end of the day <laughs> sort of contradicts the whole exactly path, right <laughs> no um that's something that we've been very very keen on from the very beginning that you need to be able to know exactly what you're buying and also you know with uh, allergies or food preferences in general um so you can you can filter if you want to have vegan vegan items only or vegetarian or gluten free um so you you can definitely uh filter uh, in karma that's one of our uh, our advantages i would say and also you're able to see pictures of the food so that's not only do you know by the name what you're buying you can also see it visually which we believe is an important part as well yeah definitely do you think that we could ever create a zero waste 
world kind of zero food waste and what do you think that we as a society and also the governments what would they need to do to create this zero waste utopia well i mean for me of course that's that's our ultimate goal that's our vision to create the first zero food waste generation um for us in less than three years karma has gone from you know, launching in Stockholm to operating nationwide across Sweden. Today, one in 10 people across the Swedish population wow. use Karma. So our aim is to take that model global. And there's really nothing stopping us aside from, you know, time and energy. But we're running as fast as we can. Um, but that being said, there's obviously a lot of hard work and change that needs to happen first. So there's a lot of work that the government and big corporations can probably do to support the change. Um, and also we need to, as I spoke about earlier from the, for the consumer side and also the industry, we, we need to continue to build awareness for the issue and the scale of the problem across the food chain and also build awareness of how, you know, our app and our karma boxes can help provide a simple Mm -hmm. solution. Um, and secondly, we can start to use our, our data um, and we got plenty of it, actually, because we know exactly what kind of food is uploaded, what is being rescued and what is not. And we can use that data to actually start predicting and preventing waste from happening in the first place. Because if you really want to solve the problem, that's where we need to go. It's not enough to rescue it by end of day. We need to prevent it from even occurring in the first mm-hmm. place. And you mentioned a few times consumer attitudes. Have you noticed a difference in how people consume food and waste food when you cross from Sweden to the UK or any other countries that you have a knowledge of? I know we're all kind of in this Western European bubble, but I still feel like maybe there are some differences between the way that people live in Scandinavia and what people live in the UK. But I just wondered if you had any thoughts on that. Yeah, I think... People in Scandinavia are slightly more aware of the issue of food waste in particular because it's 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 higher on the agenda. Um, if you compare to the UK, which is also uh, which is more focused on issues such as the single use of plastic. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, the UK has appointed Ben Elliott as food waste food waste champion, which I think is an amazing initiative. Um, but in 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 general, I would say the challenge for changing people's attitude towards food waste remains the same wherever you are in the world. The underlying need to change behavior is the same. Um, and the solutions and services like Karma can work across all of them as the platform takes on a number of key motivators. So one, the sustainability factor, you know, those who are actively looking to be more environmentally friendly, the price point, everything we sell is 50% off. So it makes it much more affordable to be green using Karma. And the third one, you know, convenience. So we hear all the time that sustainability seems complicated and time consuming. And I think that that's the same across all nations, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But that's the key with Karma, that it's, it's effortless. It's, it's, you know, simple to rescue food, whatever from, you know, whether you're lying in your sofa, uh, you can buy our Karma boxes that is delivered to your door. Or if you want to buy or rescue food from your favorite restaurant, the pick it up as takeaway. In, in which case, in either case, you have helped reduce CO emissions. So, and also that being said, I've talked a lot about the consumers now, but by turning loss into profit, 
which is the case with karma, we can also change the behavior of retailers too, because they also need at times more convincing than, than anyone else as well, if we want to solve this at a global mm-hmm. scale. And do you think the biggest food waste problems are coming from big corporations and supermarkets? Are they coming from restaurants or are they coming from people just living normal lives? Who, who is the biggest contributor to food waste? Well, if you're just looking at the statistics, half of the food being thrown away happens at the mm-hmm. ho- in the households. So in that sense, we as consumers are uh, the biggest issue, I would say. But that being said, it's such a massive issue that just within the restaurant industry or just looking at cafes or hotels or grocery stores is still a massive problem anyways. Um, And I think the industry will sort of follow the individual as well. So sort of to tie into what I talked about before, um, we as a consumers in developed countries, we are, we've gotten accustomed to being able to go into the grocery store and find fresh products up until closing and fully stocked counters because no one wants to buy if there's only, no one wants to buy a banana if that's the only one left because everyone thinks that there's something wrong with that banana because no one has mm-hmm. bought it yet. And that sort of forces the industry to overproduce and overstock in the counters to make it visually attractive. Um, so I do think like, like working with the behavior and attitude among the consumers has a win, not only because the issue is so big in households, but also because that will drive the change in the industry as well, where the issue is, is still so big. Mm-hmm. And if someone came to you and said, oh, I'd really love to reduce the food waste in my household, what top tips would you give mm-hmm. them? I think planning is a big part. So uh, I personally, I try to plan what I'm going to eat for the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, because usually if people just go and buy whenever they're hungry, they might be buying more than they actually need. You um, you just like do impulse purchases and then it ends up uh, never being consumed, is lying in your fridge. Mm-hmm. I also think that we can freeze a lot more than we do. Um, so if you have something left, it doesn't need to be a big batch. It can be a meal or half a meal, and then you can combine it later on with something you have left in your, in mm-hmm. your fridge. That would be my end. Um, use karma <laughs> of course <laughs> so where is karma available in the uk at the moment is it just in london it's mainly in london yes and are the what are the karma boxes i heard you mention that earlier is that the food from the supermarkets no it's it's actually uh vegetables and fruits that we source from farmers and producers and, and wholesalers mm-hmm. And it's a fruit and veggie box that you get delivered to your door weekly or bi-weekly. So it's surplus fruit and vegetables. Perfect. So you're really covering all bases. Yes, we're trying to. I mean, um, if we really want to solve this issue, uh, we can't, you know, stay in one part of the chain. We want to eliminate food waste throughout the whole food chain. So that's why we're looking to find solutions that covers from farm to fork. Brilliant. Okay, well, thank you so much for chatting with me and for your time and for your great tips on food waste. And I hope that anyone in London does start using Karma um, if you don't already use it. And hopefully you'll be widespread across the UK in no time. That's the plan. (laughs) Thank you so much, Jess.
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Ethical Conversations podcast. You can download the Karma app on the Google Play Store or on Apple iTunes. You can also find any of the information and order Karma boxes from karma.life. Find Karma on Instagram at karma underscore UK. And I hope that this conversation has enlightened you about food waste and provided you with some info about how to reduce food waste in your own households and worldwide. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Instagram at Ethical Conversations Podcast. And I'll see you next Friday for another episode.